Audio. Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. All right, now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said to the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next. Though the money is fake, our emotions are still very real. I'm Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray. How's it going, Mike? Ken, You're all the way on the West Coast, aren't you? I'm all the way on the West Coast. I'm excited. I, I'm a, Well, first of all, I'm excited. This is, the first, this is the first step. One of the only shows on the internet with one person on the West Coast and one person on the Bean. <laughs> I can't. We've done, you know, not a lot of research to to make sure that that's true, but no, I, we have trademarked it to the high heavens. I'll, I'll say it's the only, the single only, because I haven't researched it at all. But I'm assuming I can't think of any podcasts that have one person in LA and one person in Beantown. Well, can you? And then to go even further, two guys that grew up doing musical theater together Ayo! in Southern New Hampshire. And I, I also think this is maybe one of the only podcasts out of Southern New Hampshire. I, I know true? that can't be true, but <laughs> but but maybe it's the best one so far. Maybe who knows? I've there's a couple of podcasts I like out of Southern New Hampshire. There's one Dan the Fish guy. It's just Ooh. him. He just he just gets wet and he goes to the fisheries and he just kind of <laughs> mucks around. He's got a he's just got a Zoom recorder on him. It's not very good, but it's fascinating. No, but I bet it's good stuff. And and I bet I bet the Hippo Press, the Nashua, not the not the Nashua. <laughs> A newspaper. joke for like fifty thousand people in a select area. <laughs> oh, but will they laugh? And I think other people might enjoy knowing that Nashua has uh, a a newspaper called the Hippo Press. Although I think that's a common thing for a lot of not a lot of places. That's a that's a common newspaper name, right? Is it? I didn't know the Hippo. Is it like? Does it have some sort of like? Oh, is, I do. Is, is, is like hippo like the traditional animal of journalism? I apparently I don't know. I remember I remember hearing about the hippo press in Nashville, New Hampshire, uh, and then going. Maybe I was in Connecticut or something in college, and someone was like, "Oh, well, the Connecticut hippo says." And I was like, "Is this a thing that like the hippo <laughs> is like a? We got to name this thing something." It's like, well, these people are calling it the hippo. Anyway, if you're let's listen <laughs> to the show. You got an answer. <laughs> Uh, send us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Let us know, <laughs> let us know if you got the, the facts behind the hippos. <laughs> Where's your hippo? Does your hometown have a hippo press? I would love to know. Let's stop giving free press to the hippo press, those fucking Yeah, let's stop cats. that. That's not what this is about. This yeah. is about you and me, you and me doing a podcast. Finally, we did it. We're here. If you're listening, thank you so much. Yeah. We hope you get to know us. I'm I'm a big fan of Mike, so I hope you get to uh, I hope you get to feel the same way. <laughs> no, I I couldn't agree more, Ken. If anyone's randomly actually listening to this first episode, uh, congratulations. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think it's a good time to kind of talk about, like, Kenny, why the heck are we doing this show? Like, what, what, where did this show even come from? Sure, yeah. So both of us are 
uh, entering the truth of adulthood. We're both like approaching our early 30s. And, you know, with the whole GameStop stuff and like people getting older and people getting married and people settling down, you know, your friends that you used to talk about, like, I don't know, like doing keg stands with all of a sudden start talking about like, <laughs> the do I invest in like biotech? Yeah. And, uh, it's just a transition. And like, um, you know, I went to, I have, I went and studied business and like so much of that world is jargon and it's just, you know, it's not that complex, but it sounds complex. And I personally, even though I studied business, I didn't study too much like about like the stock market specifically. So I, 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 you know, you called me and we were talking about like, Hey, like, Let's do a podcast where not we don't talk about like investment advice, but like try and figure out like what the hell the stock market really is, you know, from a layman's perspective. Yeah, a hundred percent. I like I was in the same boat of, uh, especially in the past few years, where with with uh, apps and stuff out there, where with the mindset that investing is now the people's thing and everybody can invest. I was definitely fascinated when. Every, the GameStop thing happened or just everyone just started putting their money in or, or being like, oh, well, this seems like a good idea. And I even w- messed around with it being like, hmm, well, I, you know, I like I like MP3 players, so I should probably just put all my money in <laughs> Apple. And then it's just like, why is it I not? I thought about oh, <laughs> MP3 players. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Do those it, still exist? I don't. I would love it if they. I mean, hey, I'm I'm holding one right now. I just put my <laughs> I just put my phone on camera. Um, but yeah, I'm just like this. The fact that everybody can now invest, and I was just going on like gut instincts of like looking at names of companies and being like, I like that company. I'll I'll put some of my hard earned money in it. And then when it crashed, being like, well, what the heck is going on here? Um, and I really did think at one point I was like, I wish there was a podcast or something I could listen to every week where somebody would just like, tell me what the heck is going on. Or I could just kind of learn a little bit more about it. So like that, we, Kenny and I were chatting and we said, at, at first it was like, Hey, Kenny, what if I put some real money in and you just, you and I just talked about it. And Kenny said, absolutely not. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, but we had the great idea of like, why don't we take 10,000 fake dollars and we're going to invest it in the most irresponsible way possible in hopes to hopefully get some kind of value and do some learnings along the way. So we're using a paper trading platform. Kenny, had you ever heard of a paper trading platform before? I had not heard of a, a paper trading as a concept, but it makes a lot of sense, right? That you'd be able to want to test out your investment strategy. And to be clear, we have no investment strategy Zero. in this show. This is not this is not about us like trying to figure out the best investment strategy. What we're doing is every week we randomly pick another stock, completely random. We don't have any choice in it. Um, uh, and it just gets moved. And uh, th- then it either goes up or goes down. And instead of trying to figure out how to maximize that return, we're trying to understand what affected our, uh, what made the stock move, what is going on. You know, oh, look, the company just all of a sudden, I, you know, split the shares. And oh, no, what does that mean? Why, why did our <laughs> investment just drop? You know, it's more of a, trying to understand the basics to really, you know, so you can then go do whatever you want to do. I can't express hardly enough that even if we are in a stock that is about to skyrocket on Monday morning, if we are, if we are riding high, no matter what, at the end of the week, the money is getting yanked out of one stock and thrown into the next one. So I'm super excited to see what happens. 
And I, I want to say this before we get too far in. <laughs> if you spend any of your money based on only this show alone, you are a fool. You're an, this this an is idiot. not enough research. This is absolutely... I can't express how little research went into this. <laughs> it, is, it is like shocking how little research goes into this. But We'll be Googling things live on the show to try to figure out will. what the hell happened. <laughs> it, it, but, and you know what? You guys are on the journey with us. So we, we started with this paper trading thing. We started with $10,000 cash, fake cash, and invested in a company. And Kenny and I have been, have been watching it all week. And today, live on air, live, because I'm assuming you're live streaming, uh, we are going to see <laughs> what exactly happened to that $10,000 over the past week. Yeah. And uh, we only this is the first time because essentially what we're doing is that, you know, sorry to keep explaining. Keep listener. explaining we'll get to the Ken. good stuff. This we'll is the, get good, to the stuff. good stuff. This is the good stuff. <laughs> um, there's a squirrel staring at me. On the fence. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Even he is like, like, this shit some... sucks. <laughs> get like to the cash. Show me the money, baby. Get out of here. Stop those. Stop this. <laughs> um, so if you hear a, a horrifying screaming sound in the background, it's a squirrel. Um, cause they make, have you ever heard that sound that squirrels make? It's like, Meow! no, you heard that sound. No, it's loud. But I, I, I don't, in LA, there's a lot of, there's a lot of raccoons live in the trees. I've heard that sound. It's horrendous. <laughs> it's terrifying. But that's another, that's they a whole They stare nother at you like from above. They just like, you'll, they're, they live in like the dead parts of like palm trees of, uh, or whatever it is. And just like, there's like dozens of them like there's the double digits like tons of them live uh, the expression i heard once is that in new york the rats live underground and in la the rats live in the trees so these like big raccoons will be in the trees shimmying and dancing around and like sc- making that screaming now to, uh, uh. shimmying and dancing around i saw one and i saw one fall out of a tree one time almost on top of my car it's it's, it's a sight to see <laughs> whoa that's crazy it's disgusting um well, ignoring the squirrels and the raccoons, let's get <laughs> we'll, back We'll get on back track. to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll check in on that every week. Um, yeah, so essentially we just, every week we look at whatever the top 100 most popular trading stocks are. And that's a wild concept because I, they get there because theoretically there's some sort of like value, but then something's in the top 100. So that all of a sudden becomes its value. So anyways, every week we, we randomly pick one of those companies to move it. And this week is the first week where we got to pick the stock. So, Michael, I'll let you take it from here because the document exactly. says that it's your turn. Yeah, in the, the <laughs> in the uh, in the in the random style of which we chose that we're gonna pick these. It only works if we we have to pick one at first. So, I'm super excited as we're starting off. Um, so, uh, Kenny and I were looking at the top 100, and also there's a lot of top 100 most popular. It, it kind of makes you wonder if this thing's rigged. But we found the one that I definitely thought was the most <laughs> interesting. <laughs> we were looking at one that was way more boring, and I showed Kenny another one, and he goes, "Oh, this one is very different." Um, we have a sneaking suspicion that the stock market might be a whole lot of bullshit. A, a, a little suspicion, yeah. It's psychotic uh, that there's, yeah, because I'm starting to think that these aren't maybe all the top 100, but this is a list that we built off and we're randomly picking one every week. So at the start of the week, Kenny and I invested $10,000 of fake money into this one individual stock. We had to pick one. So Kenny, which which stock did we invest in this week? I picked 
BBW, <laughs> Build a Bear Workshop. We were we were on the fence of so many of like, should we do? Kenny really wanted to do SeaWorld, and we we. <laughs> Really? I didn't know. I got it. I had no idea that Build a Pair Workshop and SeaWorld are publicly traded companies. And and in the top 100 most popular traded on the day that we picked. Um, so I did want to throw out that Kenny fought a really hard fight for SeaWorld. Of of I I really think we we got to do SeaWorld. I thought it would be fun to let the anticipation build. So unfortunately, Kenny does not get to choose when we do SeaWorld, but it will pop up. But then, so we were like, you know, this maybe Coca Cola, maybe something like this. Uh, and Kenny said, well, there's Build a Bear Workshop, and I do love that it's BBW. So we're gonna we're gonna start. <laughs> So we're going to start off. If you know, you know. You know, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, so we put $10,000 of, of, uh, of fake cash into Build-A-Bear Workshop and let it go throughout the week. So uh, despite what we said before of how little research, uh, the little tiny amount of research that went into this, there actually was a small amount of research that goes into this show. Of I, I did a little bit of research uh, to tell us a little bit more about the corporation that is Build-A-Bear Workshop. Um, but before we do that, Kenny, why don't you tell us everything you know? Because Kenny has done absolutely zero research on Build-A-Bear mm -hmm. Workshop. So, Kenny, stock market aside, what do you know about Build-A-Bear Workshop right now? Uh, well, I distinctly remember when Build-A-Bear Workshop arrived on the scene. Uh, mm. I believe we went to the uh, Burlington Mall. Maybe Ugh. that's the one. In when I was at, we were visiting my grandparents in Walpole. Oh, uh, shout out, shout out to Walpole, not to Walpole, <laughs> me and my to cousins. Your grandparents. <laughs> we were at Walpole, Massachusetts, if you don't know. Uh, and we went to, I think, the Burlington Mall when it had opened. Um, and it was a magical experience. Mm. Essentially, it's just a place where you get to build your own, um, build your own, you know, teddy bear. Build and say, they have yeah, clothes. Build your own bear. And, Build your own bear. And like it really as a little boy who collected action figures and comic books and really has a, an obsession with like collecting things like that. I was like, oh, man, think of all the cool possibilities <laughs> of bears. I could build options. today. I'll build like Theodore and he's like a classy soccer player. And then th that I'll come back like a year from now and I'll build Arlo and he'll be a scientist with no <laughs> rules or I don't know. Then you found out that they cost like 70 bucks a bear. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Isn't it weird how money as a kid, like a hundred dollars, you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. How does this thing get to be a hundred dollars? Then you grow up and you're like, a hundred dollars is still a lot for something, but it's not like you're like spending like a hundred and ten dollars on groceries. Like, no, you're every Kenny, two weeks. you and Kenny are doing as the dumbest podcast ever. And it's like, oh, I think about a hundred and eighty dollars seems suitable for me to buy some re equipment to record this, this show. It's nothing. <laughs> and when I say it's nothing, I mean it's sitting on my credit card and I still have to pay it back. I don't have the money. Nice. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so, Mike, what do you know about Build a Bear Workshop? Well, so I'm. Is gonna... there one in the Pheasant Lane Mall? I saw that in the notes. Is that true? Is there, there one there? That's the mall closest to where we grew up. Did I put that in the notes? It is. I, I think there is one in the Pheasant Lane Mall. Uh, shout out to the Pheasant Lane Mall, Nashua, New Hampshire, which is getting a <laughs> lot of attention and a lot of, a lot of plugging today. Um, it is fun fact about the Pheasant Lane Mall. It is half in New Hampshire, half in Massachusetts. 
Uh, the way it's built is in Tingsboro and Nashua, but guys, Nashua doesn't have sales tax, and Massachusetts does. So, so I don't know about you, but I'm curious about what's happening on the other side of that mall. <laughs> Email us in at the Paper Jam Pod and tell us about <laughs> where your where your tax money is going. Um, <laughs> I've never. It was definitely. I don't know if I was ever super interested in building a bear, but. It definitely was something growing up that, I mean, I think I was curious at one point or another, and it was something that I, it was like talking to my mom or something of like, can I do that? And it was like, no, it's too expensive. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I, or somebody told me at one point it was expensive. Uh, and then anytime I walked by, I was like, you know, that'd be kind of cool. And it's like, but it's expensive. And it's like, I don't, I still don't really know how expensive it is. But when I was 19 or something, <clears throat> I think, for it was a gift for somebody or something and I did one and I did it like kind of as a joke I was like oh this will be like funny that I'm like almost 20 years old and making a Build-A-Bear and I went in and they were like okay now like I was like pick your heart the, the bear needs you to that's pick right heart. the heart and you I was pick like, like a heart a whisper a secret or something yes. don't you like you put it in the bear like so I'm with my friend. I'm with my friend, and we're in there because I didn't know how to do it. And she was like, "Oh, I know how. I'll, I'll like, I'll, t- I'll show you, and I'll like, t- like, I'll show you how it works." So I go in there, like, pick the heart you want, and I was like, "Okay, uh, let me get the like checkered one or whatever." And then they were like, "Okay," and now, now my friend is just like videotaping me, and I'm like super embarrassed. They're like, "Now take a secret from deep in your heart and whisper it into the plastic heart," and I was like, "Oh my god, uh, I don't." I, and I think I might have actually done it too. I think I was like tried to think of something. You're that kind of guy. I'm you that kind that. of I, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm 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 in this deep. I whispered a secret into it, and then they were like, "Now give it a kiss." And I was like, okay, I kissed it. And then, <laughs> uh, and then I think they sewed it in or whatever it was. And, you know, it was, I don't know if it, it well, you know what I'm realizing now, the value behind the, if it's $60 for a bear, whatever it is, I bet if you took a kid, like that's part of the, that's part of the value, part of the experience. Like, yeah. like you're, you're, you're doing something that day. The kid is making it. You watch the bear get sewn up. Um, so that's my only experience. I guess I kind of, I kind of get it. That's my experience with Build a Bear Workshop. Um, so I'm gonna go a little bit deeper into uh, what the internet's telling us about Build a Bear Workshop. So I have a couple thoughts, so I'm just gonna get right into it. So BBW, and for people that don't, what is that called? So when you're when you're looking and trading, <laughs> this is a, a testament to how little I know about the stock market. When you're trading and you want to look up the stock, it has like a tag or a title. So like BBW or <laughs> like uh, you wouldn't type in Build-A-Bear Workshop. The stock's name is BBW. What is, do you know what that, or Kenny, I see the screen is lighting up on your face. So I'm assuming you're looking it up and I appreciate it. <laughs> I but thought, I don't know what you would even Google. It's like a stock tag. What is it? I'd actually never thought about like, what, what is that? What is that three letter or two? What is that called? Um, stock tag, is that what stock, it is? How am I trying to say? Oh, ticker symbol. Ticker symbol. Okay. All right. Well, if you got anything out of this, you learned that that's called a, the ticker symbol. That's right. I, I should write that down so I don't forget next week. Um, <clears throat> the ticker symbol, BBW, Build a Bear Workshop Incorporated. <clears throat> a publicly traded company. Still this is, blown away. Yes, this is a publicly <laughs> traded company. Um, I had no idea the organization was that large. 
Or admit, making that much money. No. I mean, I, like, I, I really didn't either. So publicly traded, it, it, it was a private company at one point, and then they opened it up publicly saying, this is the stock market. Anybody who believes in Build-A-Bear Workshop can give their money to to buy into build a workshop. I have millions of questions about that that I'll probably ask later or maybe in another episode, but so build a bear workshop incorporated operates as a retailer of plush animals, which engages in the provision of coordination of coordinated selection of merchandise, including different styles of clothing, shoes and accessories for stuffed animals. I want to stop right there. So sometimes I actually thought in most, a lot of times Giant corporations, a lot of times like publicly traded corporations, I don't know, a lot of times, I, I just made that up, but a lot of times public corporations have like many different sectors of ownership. Like you, you'll be like, oh, did you know that like Nestle actually owns Cartoon Network and they own this? Right, yeah. That's I don't know if that's true or not. Build-A-Bear apparently does not do that. Apparently it's just the bears, like just the bears, just the, <laughs> like I, I guess, like from, from what I'm seeing in here, they sell the merchandise. They sell. They do the stores. Uh, I don't think they own anything else, which explains why the stock was about like eight dollars a share. <laughs> um, yeah. It it operates through the following segments: direct to consumer, commercial, and international franchising. Uh, mm -hmm. The direct to consumer segment segment offers company owned retail stores located in the United States, Canada. Puerto Rico, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Denmark, China, and e-commerce sites, as well as Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh, wow. I was unaware that BBW operated outside of the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua, New Hampshire. I knew that, I knew that, like, I didn't know that, the, like, I think growing up, I didn't know that this was, like, a crazy, like, global thing. Like, that they had them in Ireland and China um, I'm kind of curious to look up what they look like in Ireland and China and Denmark and things like that. But I thought this was just like a New Hampshire thing. I, and I was like, oh, what a cool idea. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. It, it makes sense. I bet if I had to, this is like many things on this show. This is based purely on speculation. I wouldn't be surprised if the reason that they decided to become a public company, which usually a company does. Uh, this is the one thing I here's something I learned at business school. You usually a company does that when they're just looking for a giant injection of cash. Yeah. You know, everyone the, open it up to the public, get the cash flowing in. I bet they did that when they wanted to expand internationally. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Cause, cause this probably started as a thing that like, what was in New York, Los Angeles and Chicago. And then like slowly grew to smaller markets or yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really weird to me. It's like, it's like a tattoo stores where I'm like, how does that place stay in business? Yeah. Like how much, how, like, I want to know how much money a tattoo shop takes in daily. If you know at the paper jam pie, <laughs> email us email. What's how much, like, do you think, how much do you think a build of our workshop pulls in a day? Like, oh my God. It, 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 does it have to be a lot? Is it like, do you think there's like <laughs> a core group of children that are like supporting the business? Do you like, think they're, they're going back now. and getting more outfits? Like, or is it like lots of kids go there then do birthdays? Like what, how does this work? I want to know, like, I would, yeah, I would love to know like how much they, how much they're pulling in of like, yeah, do they have to order more or create more dresses and things like that? Do you think that this is hurting with COVID that, that kids, I guess it's a socially distanced, nah, I don't know. Do you think Build-A-Bear Workshop, do you think in like May you could go into Build-A-Bear Workshop? No, probably because malls are closed. 
I bet you could. I bet you could book an appointment for a private. Like a private I, I think that's how it works in general. I think <laughs> you book an. I think for Build a Bear Workshop, unless if it's busy, I think you have to like book an appointment to go, and you get like a person that like leads you around and does it. I think it's almost like a child luxury store. It, it, like, it definitely it's sort is. of like. I'll take this bear. I'll take this tuxedo <laughs> for my bear. Apple juice, my sir. <laughs> I wish they were offering Thank apple you, juice. Thank you, Janine. So kind. <laughs> Janine. I wish they were offering those. I, I would love the juice box that day I was 19, whispering, I hope I get to tell my friend Kenny about this. <laughs> Into the heart. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so they so, also so it look what I'm noticing here is that part of what they do is intellectual property, which is like mm-hmm. is the Build a Bear a brand? Like, is there a story behind oh, these? Well, Kenny, let me tell you. So the next sentence says the commercial segment comprises of wholesale product sales uh, and licensing intellectual property, including entertainment properties for third party use. And I I saw that and I was like, oh my god, is there like a Build a Bear movie? Like. TV show. I was like, what is this? I, I looked it up. There is no movie. At mm-hmm. least on YouTube, I couldn't find any movie trailers or anything like that. <clears throat> the only thing I found is uh, the Game Factory developed a Build-A-Bear Workshop video game for the Nintendo DS in 2007 for Christmas. Uh, the game was called A Friend for All Seasons and was released in 2008. I couldn't find that, but I found another one uh, a trailer for Build a Bear Friendship Valley, uh, where you it was for the Wii. You make a bear, you plow fields of corn, skateboard, and walk around Friendship Valley. I want to. Yep. <laughs> uh, that sounds about right. It, it looks incredibly lame, but I love after a hard day of corn, of taking care of my corn. I love this <laughs> grind rail with my boys. I was looking it up and I was like, okay. So I was like, what is this? It was probably one of the silliest trailers I've ever seen. Like it was the most like insane music and a bear is just like being made. Uh, and I was like, okay, so you're just making this bear. Uh, and it, that's most of what the game is. But then the, the first thing that you did, it was like him like riding a plow, like plowing the, these fields of corn. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he skateboards and then she walks around. You can make a zebra. You can make all sorts of stuff. It was, it, oh, really? I guess, I don't know, Build-A-Bear Workshop, I don't know if it's exclusive to bears. I think after a while, like, I could see you're, you're able to make, like, a tiger or something like that. Yeah, I would assume at some point that they had to expand beyond bears. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just went to the website. You can build a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, first thing is I see a out. baby Yoda and a... Oh! <laughs> and a dog and a bear and the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. Okay. So that they fully expanded to just making, like they said, plush, <laughs> just plush things. Baby Yoda is $79. And I don't know how <laughs> customizable yeah. Baby Yoda can even really be. He's like stuck in the pod and he's wearing his <laughs> clothes from the Mandalorian. But you you're not even customizing it. Secret it's you $79. Want. Any secret can go <laughs> So that's it. That's what they um, do. So, so the that's it. That's the whole business. <laughs> they yeah. Build, they so have the these last stores. Thing this is, is the, the business. The, yeah. The, the international franchise was started by Maxine Clay Clark in 1997 in St. Louis, Missouri. So it, it, I, I guess it didn't start in Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, but yeah, it started in St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri. And apparently things... And fun fact, 
the C- the CEO of Maxine Clark, uh, who got the idea for Build a Bear when she was, I think I I read it, I didn't put it in the notes, but she was like in a mall one day, and some kid was like. I wanna, I want that to- like toy, but I want it to look like this. And they were like, the mom was like, "Well, we don't, they don't have that one," and walked away. And Maxine K. Clark apparently went, "Hmm." She was the president of Payless Shoes at the time, and decided, "I'm gonna start my own build a bear company." I don't know what I'll call it, but I'm in St. Louis. Let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the story, and that's the story. So. And then, w- 1997, some odd years later, two two adult men decided, let's put ten thousand dollars into this beloved chain. This to me just feels like what this is. This is one of those fascinating things where, like, I guess it is just scale. Like to me, this seems like a very sort of like almost like I don't know boot. I guess it is sort of like a boutique luxury children's brand. Yeah, of, boutique luxury children's brand. It's just interesting that it's so big. It's it's humongous. They started out building bears, but they ended up building a business. All right. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to find out what happened when Kenny and I invested $10,000 for one single week in Build-A-Bear Workshop. All right. We are back. Kenny, how we're was your break? It was great. I... Uh... I put a little bit more coffee into my coffee cup just Ooh. to top it off. And, uh, you know, it's a great time. How, how, was your, how was your break? Oh, my God. It was wonderful. I'm super excited. So, Kenny, before we – I have a whole sort of thoughts on, like, what was happening because we were watching our stock throughout the entire week. But are you ready for the grand reveal? Here we go. All right. Uh, I'm going to click it on three, one. All right. We invested – $10,000 into Build-A-Bear Workshop. And today we are at $10,584.06. I am disappointed, to say the least. <laughs> okay. All right. Kenny tech, I was at the beach this weekend, and Kenny texted me with like eleven, almost $12,000, and I was through the roof. I was so excited. Our investment, yeah. At some point, it was up like 10 or 11%. And I was like, whoa, what's going on at Build-A-Bear? Yeah. <laughs> but this is how the stock market works. Why was it up that much? And now why is it just back to the normal price? I, I don't what know. What is happening with the stock market? So it, walk me through as Kenny, as our first time, as our first time doing this with this amount of money, like what was your, let's go back to you texting me uh, when I, I was on the beach and you texted me, what were you feeling when you were when we were up like twelve percent? And this is like only a few days after we invested it. I felt like I was the smartest man in the world. That's I, <laughs> I did really. I was like, for I, my stupid brain, never ever take advice from this from this show. But my stupid brain was like, whoa, like if I put ten thousand dollars in, did we I could secretly make, pick a good stock. Yeah, I could make two thousand dollars at thousand like like eleven like hundred dollars whatever in one day. Like, why don't I just invest? <laughs> why don't I just make ten thousand dollars, invest <laughs> all, all of it, money. and then just pull it out after one day? And it's like, but. In hindsight, when I when I was at that that uh, like that amount of money, I was not at all thinking about pulling it out. Granted, I couldn't pull it out because we're doing this for the whole week. But I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! If it went up a thousand dollars in one in two days, think of like how much it's going to go up over like over three days." And now that we're down here, I'm just like, "Fuck! I should have, ah, idiot! I should have pulled it out earlier." <laughs> 
there's so much so much happens it's like it really is i I had a teacher in school who said that uh investing in one stock specific exactly what we're doing is no different than gambling uh (laughs) that is what it feels like that we put our ten thousand dollars in and we're just like come on baby come on let's ride let's go and when you're riding high you think you're so smart i was like actually build a bear workshop this was the one one that we chose like it was You know, we actually like, you know, this, we, you know, we kind of thought like maybe this isn't an investment by podcast, but like we kind of made like a thousand dollars in a day. We're kind of like the smartest people in the world. No, and it's like, and granted, we're fucking, this is still a a pro, Ken. Like we, we still are up. Like we made some cash. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty excited about this. Um, like, I don't know. So let's, so we, I'm kind of curious to see, I'm going to look into, to build a bear workshop a little bit. Like, so this is a company that, we put $10,000 in. It went up. Like, let's try to find out like what happened here. So when I'm looking at a build a bear workshop, a couple stories that come out. Okay. So I'm on a website. <laughs> I'm on a website that usually as when we were like kind of practicing this, I could always go in and it would tell me the top trending stories for this popular stock. Build-A-Bear Workshop apparently does not have much going on as I cannot find <laughs> there are not any stories. I think Build-A-Bear Workshop, and I guess it makes sense now, larger companies which have a lot of stuff going on, things are happening every day. Build-A-Bear Workshop uh, is just trucking along. I don't think anything happened last week. Am I crazy? Is that I, it, like a normal thing that like... This could just be as simple as like the world is opening back up. They're making a little bit of money and like... I mean, the value of the stock, right? Like, it's just there's just people who are analysts who are sitting here telling whether it's hot or not. It, I mean, this could be a byproduct just simply of like, because it's in the top 100 people. Like, you know what? Actually, Build-A-Bear is a pretty good thing to invest yeah. in. And that's because <laughs> it's, it's, it's own little train of, you know, who fucking knows? I, it just appears that maybe Build-A-Bear is just kind of doing well. <laughs> and that's why it's, 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 which is surprising to me, honestly. It really is. I, Build-A-Bear... I, I think the company should be gone, right? Like, it feels like a thing that would have, like, crashed and got out of business. Yes. Like, five years after its, like, big rise. Uh, but you can see someone being like, well, think about it. It's kind of recession-proof, right? I mean, it's been around since, like, 1997. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's at $8. And it's been, it's $8 a share. Actually, let me look in the five-year. Five years ago... <laughs> <laughs> Five years ago, Build-A-Bear was at $14 a share, and it has oh, okay, slowly so. <laughs> been declining over the <laughs> And now oh, see, this is the kind of shit that we were like, we're sitting here thinking like we're geniuses for investing in build a bear workshop. But if you look at the five-year trend, if we'd invested, we'd be losing money. Oh, so this is why don't follow us. This don't, is us do trying not to learn, ever right? take advice. Like, and yeah, because I was confident for a second when I was talking. So so and and you know I'm and 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 I'm a little curious about this. And this is where I also was talking to Kenny, and I was like, think about it. Like this is the craziest time to invest because. Let's look at this. Four, five years ago, Build-A-Bear was, uh, was at four, $14. It actually peaked over the past five years at $15.45. Since then, that was December 9th, 2016. Then it plummeted down to eight fifty. Then it goes up and down, but it just mainly just slowly but surely goes down until we get to pre-COVID where it was valued at about... Sorry, let me see. $3.49. But now Oof. it's back up to and it was it was floating around <clears throat> five to three dollars for years. 
and now it's up to 848. I don't know if that's the like this stock market like resurgence of like everything is like seems like I don't know what I'm talking about. I just said that Build a Bear. I was just wrong about Build-A-Bear. But it seems like things are overvalued. It seems like things are super high. Why is Build-A-Bear, which was plummeting, now thriving? Well, I, I think this is where it gets into the confusing part of the stock market, which is that a stock's value isn't always reflective of the company's actual value in real life. Like, that spike in 2015 could just be their price went way up because they were expanding. Everyone's like, Oh, you got to get on build a bear. Right. Yeah. And like, so like the value of it, the more people want it, the price goes up. Right. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is like, this is reflective though. When you see the curve, I'm like, this looks like how build a bears business would go. Yeah. They would start off humble. They would get a big old <laughs> spike and then there's no way they could keep sustain that over a long time. Just yeah. cause like it's a retail, isn't it like to get into it, but like retail businesses in general are closing left and right. You know? Yeah. I wonder if, if they're, if this, uh, maybe they're doing some online. So look at this, look at us just postulating <laughs> no research. Yeah. Yeah. No like that's fucking <laughs> research. <laughs> two idiots. That's where I thought Jesus. the show was, that's where I thought the show was, was a good idea <laughs> because I did this for like a minute. I've like stopped. I was like, especially with these like popular shares of being like, well, think about it. Like build a bear has to, it's like, no, it doesn't like just like, I, I don't know. Assuming that because malls are opening, kids are going to want to be, I don't know any kids. Like, I don't know if kids want this. Build a bear could honestly not even be selling, but people like me think that it's a good idea and are just watching it go up and down, which I just think is, is silly. So there, I found really quick, th Kenny and I talked about this. We're, we're going to, when we research a company, we're not going to read the actual article. We're just going to do what I used to do and read <laughs> the title of the article and, and gather information from that instead of actually doing research, because I'm lazy. Build-A-Bear Workshop moves 11.5% higher. Will this strength last? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Uh, and this, Kenny, this was three <laughs> days ago. This was when we were, I was at the beach. <laughs> Will this, this strength last? This is the last? kind of stuff that no. must get traders like hot. Yeah. Like, you know, just being like, what? Yeah. Put it in! <laughs> but... And I'm actually looking at this, Kenny. Did we get? Did we accidentally get in on the Build a Bear boom? No, we didn't. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> no, you're right. We <laughs> we rode the coattails of it going up, um, of of it kind of rocketing up last week. Um, oh my God, that's funny. So will it last? I don't know. Apparently not. I don't feel very confident. This is one where I'm happy that we're randomly putting our stock into the next one. Um, Animal Crossing's new Horizon collection has arrived at Build-A-Bear Workshop nine days ago. That is apparently a top... This makes sense. Yeah. This is how... So this is how they're making money. They're licensing now. So like they're, they've opened... Because I remember when I first went to Build-A-Bear Workshop, when it first opened, it was their bears. Mm -hmm. And now it's... It, it probably has just become a customizable toy store, right? Yeah. Like maybe that's just what they do. As opposed to like, hey, let's come in and pick one of our bears. Now it's like, what do you want? You want Baby Yoda? You want Animal Crossing? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? The Animal Crossing, Baby Yoda? We know you like that. Um, yeah, they're doing deals with... Uh, with you go, we with got Baby Yoda. Star He's got Wars. a silly little hat. You can stuff him full of whatever you want. <laughs> stuff you can stuff him full of beans. You can stuff him full of, I don't know, fluff. I don't know, whatever. Do whatever it's you not, want. It's $100. It's $100. Just whisper the, whisper the wish into the... Is it a secret or a wish, do you think? That you whisper into the heart. Oh, God. 
Well, can a secret be? Can't your wish be a secret? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know. That's fine. And the last one is man who bought Netflix at seven dollars and seventy eight cents says buy this now. <laughs> I have a feeling that that Yahoo Finance this has nothing to do with Build the Bear Workshop, but me as a stupid person. Could could be reading this as man who bought Netflix at seven dollars and seventy eight cents says buy this now like this Build a Bear Workshop <laughs> website and it's like no no <laughs> really quick last one Build a Bear shares soar after earnings blow past expectations like shut up this is like bullshit <laughs> I again this I would be singing a different tune if we were under can you imagine if we were under how fucking pissed off i would be but we made 600 500 something dollars this week so i don't know interesting stuff so that's build a bear workshop i don't know kenny do you have any other thoughts on build a bear before we before we go into the next segment no it's just it's, it is wild to me you know i haven't ever done much investing in the stock market proper and um just seeing the volatility in general of it, it's just going up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down all the time and like I feel like an old man just shaking my like iPhone, being like, "Why is it doing this? <laughs> Why are you going up what and down? The hell? Who who's deciding this? Yeah, How, like you know. And I know it's the market and like analysts and all that stuff, but it just feels being like these are the people that make bears. Yeah, what? they're like you know, just make more crazy. bears. Why aren't you just making more bears? If only make more bears, build a bear, and sell more bears. But I don't care anymore because I have officially pulled the stock out. We pulled it oh, out. Oh, really? There we go. Yeah, pulled it out. Um, yeah, we pulled it out at $8. Oh, so I didn't even say. So Kenny and I bought Build-A-Bear Workshop at $8.01. Uh, that's, that's what we bought. Our ten, So we bought 1,248 <laughs> shares of Build-A-Bear at $8.01. And today it's at eight dollars and forty nine cents. It looks like it went up about five point nine seven percent. Interesting. Well, we just got lucky. I think we just got lucky on that one. Um, so the, before we go, the last thing that we're gonna do, I don't know, Kenny, if you wanna if you wanna talk about this or you want me to talk about it. So we have a segment of the show uh, that is probably gonna have a fun name at some point, but right now it doesn't. Um, where Kenny and I at the same time also made an additional. $10,000, fake dollars, and invested it in an S&P 500. Something I know what it is, but if you really asked you to explain it, I could tell you one or two sentences. Kenny, how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, we, so essentially with the investment strategy, quote unquote, that we have is total randomness. And like, we are at the will of like a, a completely random generating machine of like, oh God, I guess our stock's going into fucking Tesla next week, then it's moving. So it's just bouncing around, you know? And we're doing the opposite, which is that Warren Buffett, who is like the, I don't know, like What'd the you say Santa the other Claus day of the... finance yeah. investing. <laughs> like, he, Santa asked Claus, him, the other day you were like, you, well, David, uh, you were like, uh, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, Warren Buffett, he's like the David Bowie of investing. I was like, <laughs> That's I what I said. Yeah, he's the David Bowie. I like the Santa Claus. Um, but he, someone asked him if, if you had a million dollars and you were, you know, in your twenties, what would you do? And he said, I put it in the S and P 500 and not touch it for 10 years. And, uh, I believe the S and P 500 to be just a collection of 500 of S and P or just top performing companies. It's more representative of, I guess, I guess the economy 
how the country is doing, or I guess how capitalism is doing Mm -hmm. in general. Um, And so uh, we're going to be moving our stock week to week, but we also just stuck $10,000 in it. And uh, we'll check in with it months from now and see if it has gone uh, up or down. Uh, Spoiler alert. I bet it will go up slowly, but over time it will, we will, we will lose all of the money in in the one that's moving week (laughs) to week. And we'll probably make like a respectable amount in in the S and P 500, Um, which is just reflective, right? We picked the craziest, stupidest strategy. If you choose to invest along with us, you're an idiot. Do not do do not do that. Uh, but the S&P 500, it's considered a safe strategy. So we'll see. I bet it'll work out because we've already, it appears to have already gone up. Oh, it did. Did you see it? Wait, it I think so. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense. I mean, this is, I think from my understanding of it, it's the 500 most uh, largest companies. And if one is underperforming, it like gets the boot. So obviously as long as... I don't, I don't know. Apparently it goes up like over, <laughs> over long periods of time, as opposed to Kenny and I, which blindly throwing money into a new thing every week, we're, we're going to see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> awesome. So Kenny, any, any other thoughts before we close out the, the first step? Uh, you just build a bear, man. What a company, huh? Interesting. I, I, you know what? I, it's not as interesting as I thought it would be. No, it I really was, is like, not. <laughs> I was hoping for like some dark secret about like, you know, Build-A-Bear, like they make all of the f- fluff in the world for yeah. the internals of animals, the internals of animals, the internals. Uh, uh, you were talking about stuffing them with fluff or beans before, but yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, a little, a little fun secret is Kenny and I uh, did a trial, uh, with another company, we're like, let's just look at a company for one week and see how uh, how it how it moves, and just like get practice like looking at something all week. It was fascinating. They they owned all these different things. It was doing all these crazy things. And what we do with a smaller company like Build a Bear, which just builds bears, it was definitely a lot more lame. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, which is exciting because I think a lot of the other uh, top hundred most popular ones will hopefully have a little more a little more fluff. I got fluff on the brain now, Ken. Well. Uh, I have no idea where it, our stock is going next, but I guess we'll find out we're, we're next week, out. huh? Yeah, another thing really quick, another thing really quick that I don't think we even said at the start of the show because it wasn't relevant. So even though that the stocks are randomly traded every week, we are trading responsibility every single week. So when Kenny, I believe Kenny is responsible next week, whoever is responsible right. for the stock and puts it in the stock is responsible for the blame or the glory. So Kenny, you are now in the hot seat then money is going to go into the new company uh, directly after this. And let's see next week if you get some credit or if you're in the hot seat. I just, I just, we're going to, we're, how long until all of the money is gone? I, like, <laughs> I think, I think it's going to be maybe pretty quick. I, I really, really do. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm super excited to see how it goes. Yep. All right. Well, first episode. First done. episode down in the books. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna hop off. We're gonna put throw this cash into another into another uh, company. And we'll see you next week. See you, Mike. 
Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon, where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>